to say but I have this dream right inside of me I'm gonna let it show it's time to let you know so that you know this is real this is me I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be now gotta let the light Shine on me, now I found who I am, there's no way to hold it in, no more hiding who I want to be, this is me. Demi, I'm gonna let you know something, I'm giving you a run for your money. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. Hello, guys. Welcome to As If The Podcast with your host, me, Asia, my queen. That is me. That is she. I am where I want to be. How are you guys doing today? I am doing fabulous. I hope you guys are doing well. I really do. Oh, today was a long day at work. Let me tell you that, okay? Let me tell you that. Today was a long ass day at work. I was so stressed. And I be telling myself, Asia, please do not stress out about no damn job. Don't, do not stress out about no damn job because let me tell you this. You stress, your edges break out. Maybe one day they decide they don't want you to be employed with their company. So now you are unemployed with broke out edges and you have no money to buy the miracle drops. So now you're broke, unemployed with no edges. When I heard that stress causes your edges to break out, well, one, it explained a lot. And two, I keep that in mind. I keep that in mind. Like when I'm stressed out, I'm like, oh my God, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Because the way stress can alter your whole body, I can't afford it. I cannot afford to be stressed. I cannot do it. Mm. Get somebody else to do it. I cannot do it. I won't. And when I think about times that I stressed out so much that I got sick over my last job, the job that I was at for eight years, 
I get so fucking pissed. And that's what makes me want to go, you know what? Let me not, let me not. Because I get so angry. I get so angry at the fact that I stress so bad at that job. And they set me off with pennies, with, with, with crumbs, with just... It just fucking broke out and shit. And you just... Bye. And that's what made me realize. Do your job and get gone. Okay? Don't... Oh my God. I just... I'm so stressed. I'm like, work. I just hate me. Nothing is worth the edges, girl. Nothing. Not a damn thing. Especially that damn job now. I don't care how much you make. I do not care. I do not care. Your your edges aren't worth a... No. No. That shit... You're, no. That job is not worth your damn edges, okay? But anyways, moving on. So today we are going to talk about identity shifting. Let's define that. Why don't we? Um, identity shift refers to the process of self-transformation resulting from intentional self-presentation in a mediated context. Okay. So the first time I heard about identity shifting and I, I'm not an expert. Okay. I just want to get out what I see is identity shifting right now. It's going to change. It's inevitable. But as of right now, so the first time I had heard about identity shifting was from a girl on TikTok. I learn a lot on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yes, more than I've ever learned in school. Okay, no, it's it's actually pretty sad. That's actually really sad. Oh, anyways, this girl had said that she... It's such a funny example. This is out of her mouth, okay? So don't don't shoot the messenger. I am just the messenger, okay? But she had said that she was raised to be ghetto. And, and she had always known that this is not the way that she herself was supposed to be. And so she had suggested a TED Talk by a woman named April Mason. So I searched up the TED talk and I listened to it for like two, three weeks straight every day in the gym. I'll be doing my squats, have my phone up on YouTube and just hearing her words, hearing her words over and over and over again. So what identity shifting looks like to me is everything that you identify as Look at it and see what is yours and what isn't. And you'll be surprised what isn't. You'll be surprised what you truly don't identify as, but you practice because of bad habits that were taught to you from whoever raised you. Right? Like, there are so many things, so many habits that I practiced just because of my upbringing. This is the way I grew up. We've heard that so many times. 
people like to justify their shitty behavior because this is this is the way I grew up. This is how my mom raised me. I mean, it is a reason. Don't get me wrong. It is a reason. It, it, it's somewhere to start. Okay. It is somewhere to start because you do have to know the source. Where does this come from? So you could send that bitch back. Not that bitch meaning being your mom, that bitch being the, the bad habit. Send it back. <laughs> Send it back. It's not yours. And, um, so you, you look at a bunch of things that you, um, identify as, and you're kind of like, mm, this isn't mine. This isn't mine. Oh, this is mine. I like that. But this isn't mine. Cause there's so many things that we own that isn't ours. I say own because we'll let it affect us. We'll let it control our lives. My therapist, she had told me something that has changed the way that I want to communicate with people. And I'm saying want because I, I, I've had a hard time practicing it. But she had told me to put things in people's laps when they do something to you instead of reacting to it like it's yours. Because when you react to it, like let's just say someone's like, oh, you stupid bitch. When they see you, right? When you react to it, you have owned what they had just said. And I was like, okay, so then what should I do? Like, why, like, this person called me a stupid bitch. What should I do? Instead of reacting and getting out of character, but I also don't want to not defend myself. And then she told me, she said, put it back in their lap. Why, why would you talk to me like that? So then it makes them answer to their actions. How many times has someone done something to you you reacted and then all people talked about was your reaction. I was cool before you did this. I was super cool before you came around. I was actually perfect. But it comes with like accountability, right? Like when we get to a certain age, we have to own our actions no matter what someone does to us. We have to answer to what we do, unfortunately. We're, you know, we get to a certain age and no matter what happens, no matter what someone does to us, we have to control the way we react. There's so many things that happen in life that we cannot control. There's so many things that happen in life and we have to get ourselves together. And we have to get out of our trauma and, and really think about the best way to respond or not. My favorite thing is to not. <laughs> oh, my favorite. Sometimes like, and sometimes the no response is better than a response, even if your response is going to be super insightful and stuff like that. Because like someone does something to you and you just stay quiet. 
So they really have to listen back to what they had just said. They really have to be like, okay, she's not responding. Why? And they have to analyze what the fuck they had just said or what the fuck they had just done. And I had to, I had to get out of this idea that certain things I didn't own. Right. And there are a lot of things that I do own and I have to take accountability for. There's a lot of places, there's a lot of things that I had put myself in that I have to take accountability for. So why place more things on top of the things that I have to already fix within myself? I'm not going to own your trauma. Right? Like your trauma, you're going to have to sit with that one. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go around with a basket full of trauma and I'm going to give back all the trauma that I have piled up in my basket and try to own and and fix. I started to get to the point, I'm like, how can I fix this? And my therapist was like, it's not yours. So assign the trauma to its owner. Give them people back their trauma. So once you strip yourself of everybody else's trauma, you give them back their shit, you realize how much control you have over your life. And if it's going in a direction that you don't like, you realize that you have control over your shit and you could change it. Because let me tell you guys this, I did not think that I could change my life. I'm still in this process. I'm still getting there. Because the thing is, is that it takes having self-worth feeling worthy within yourself to to make those steps to to healing you know like it's hard for someone to want to heal if they don't feel like they're worthy of healing so i had to dig deep and and realize that i am worthy of a good life i am worthy of Goodness, I'm worthy of feeling good. I'm worthy of joy and feeling it super duper deep. I love feeling my joy real deep. Anytime I feel joy, I like, I think about it real deep and I try to feel it all the way deep in my stomach. I'm like, wow. Mmm, feels feels so good. So when you realize that you have control over your life, because I got to the point where nobody was holding me back anymore. I wasn't living with my parents. I wasn't tied to anything, right? Like I didn't have many excuses not to change. I didn't have so many things in my way that was 
keeping me back from being who I wanted to be. So I had to really get tired of my own shit and be like, oh, well, like, you don't have any excuses. Like, I I was, like, running out of excuses. And that's what's so beautiful about therapy is that when you're talking, you're, you're catching yourself and you're realizing that, wow, this is, like, ongoing. Like, I'm continuously blaming my childhood, my parents on, like, why I'm this way, why I'm that way. And like I said, like, It's one, it's easy. And two, it's understandable. But to a certain point, it's like, yes, this did happen. Oh, and it hurt. Oh, yes, Asia, it hurt. Oh, it hurt. Mm. It hurt. It hurt. Bad. But now what? You know, um, you're here. You're alive. You're healthy. Let's start making those changes. And I began to shift everything, everything. And I had to tell myself, you have to strip yourself from your attachments. And I was like, okay, okay. And I was getting really scared. I was getting really, really scared. Um, If you guys listen to episode, I think it's uh, the one, um, it's titled, I think it's titled Meet My Friend Anxiety. I talked about how I would feel lonely. So I would attach myself to something And it could be anything. Sometimes it was my water bottle. Like, I'm serious. It could have been anything. I would attach myself to something so I wouldn't feel so alone. And it happened throughout my entire life where I would attach myself to to something small um, to fill me up, to to make me not feel alone. And um, I had to pray about it like I have these rings on right um I've had these rings since I was 14 14 years old um one of them my brother gave me another one my dad gave me and from the age of 14 to 27 I'm 27 now I wore these rings every single day didn't take them off to go to the shower, didn't take them off to wash the dishes, did nothing, never, I never take these rings off, right? So one day I had to do something real fast and I just took my rings off. And then days passed and I was like, looking at my hands, I was like, oh, where are my rings at? Oh, they were on the counter, okay, cool. One of them was gone. One of my rings were gone. I was like, oh my God. And even though I was hurt at the fact that one of my rings went missing, I still haven't found it. This was a few months ago. 
I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy because I didn't need something. I didn't need them anymore. I realized that I didn't need them anymore. I didn't need them to be my comfort blanket anymore. Like my rings were my comfort blankets. I had a lot of comfort blankets. So imagine needing so many things to just exist. And I prayed about ridding myself of anything that could be taken away from me. I want to be whole without things. I don't want to need anything to feel whole. I didn't want to have so many attachments to so many things outside of myself to feel whole. I just knew that I couldn't authentically freely be myself if I had so many things that were making me me. So like I said, like I was hurt. It's still to this day. I'm like, where the fuck is this ring? Because it's somewhere in my house, but like, I'm just happy. Like I haven't worn it in, in, in months now because it's gone. I have some of them. I literally just put these on today because I have silver jewelry on. And that's, that's literally the only reason I haven't worn these rings in maybe two weeks. So it's, and it's crazy. Like I said, I've been wearing these rings every day for 13 years, 13 years. And with acknowledgement of of wanting to be whole just by myself with just knowing that this is what I wanted and, and putting it out there that this is who I wanted to be. That set me free. <laughs> it set me fucking free. Like I literally hosted a fucking podcast episode without my braids. What? I... What? And the thing is that some of you may think this shit is so small, but when you are deeply attached to something and you feel empty without it and you'll drive yourself crazy to get to it and your life is, you feel like your life is dependent on it. You're, you feel like you're missing a part of you without it you won't understand. Okay, a lot of you are attached to your phone. You know how like you know your phone is missing? Just by the feeling, just by knowing that there is a separation between you and your phone. That's exactly how I felt about my rings, my braids. I think that's it. Oh, my nails. I felt like there's something physically missing. Well, of course, physically. I felt like there was something that was being taken away from me, like an organ was snatched from me. It's, it's the weirdest fucking shit. But to know that I'm free from it, oh my God, thank you, God is good. <laughs> you guys don't get it, you guys don't understand. And I know you guys are like, okay, bitch, this is, this is definitely first world problems. Cause, Americans, we have, we, we got issues. We got issues. I know the whole world does, but man, oh man, we got, we got problems. Like the fact that this is a problem 
is definitely a blessing. Um, let me acknowledge that. But I, I do want to just get to the, the deepest part of myself. I want to, I want to just get to know her all, like all the way. And it, it's going to take a lifetime. It's going to take my whole life to get to know myself because I'm changing all the time. You know, things around me change. So then I adjust and I switch and I do this. And, and every day I just want to get to know the deepest part of myself. And to do that, I want to rid myself of just anything that I feel like I need to survive. <laughs> like you see, I have my nails on right now. I've got my, my braids in, but I have them on because I like them. I don't have them on because I need them anymore. guys. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. And you guys know, like there's sometimes that something comes up. There's like a term that starts getting really popular, like narcissist and things like that. Like everybody thinks they know what a narcissist is, right? So I, I remember going through something. This motherfucker played my life. There's a lot of people that used to play my life, but it's because I had low self-esteem and I would allow it. This, this person played my entire life and when it all was said and done, I sat I sat there and I was thinking to myself, you will never be a bitch somebody could play with like this ever again. So yes, you're dealing with this right now, but this never again. Because you know, when, when someone's playing your life and your spirit is telling you, A, they're playing your life, you're just like, no, spirit, you're, you're bugging, you're... You're doing too much. Like they, they care about me. Stop. Like they really care about me. Like you're going crazy. And then when it comes up that they were actually playing your life, there's a feeling that I have where one, I'm like, bitch, you knew this was going to happen. You told you, you knew this was going to happen because your spirit told you what was going on. And you decided to believe this motherfucker over your spirit. So one, you knew. Two, I will never be someone who doesn't listen to my spirit ever again. So when I heard the term identity shifting, I was like, bitch, I've been doing that. I've been doing that. But I had always done it after someone had done me wrong. As if I could have been somebody that would have stopped a fucked up person from doing fucked up things. But then at the same time, I had to shift into someone that trusted myself. So let's talk about how you can do these shifting, right? Give yourself proof 
that you are who you say you are. For example, a lot of people say that they're good people because it sounds good. It sounds good to say that I'm a good person, but what are you doing that's telling you that you're really a good person? Are you just doing one of these? Are you just talking? Because it sounds good. It sounds good to say, I'm a, I'm a good person. I'm responsible. Um, like a resume, just like a resume. You have uh, this whole list of something and all the things that you are, but in this life, you're not showing up as that person. <clears throat> so you say that, okay, for instance, I want to be a full-time content creator. So I had to sit down and be like, what are you doing to be that? How are you telling the universe that this is what you want? Because who you are now is based off of what you've told the universe that you are. And a lot of these actions come from somewhere else. So let's push those habits and those actions where you remember we're, we're passing out trauma we're passing out trauma hey this one's yours <laughs> you thought you could sneak that in my backpack yeah right that one's yours <laughs> you thought <laughs> take that back so we're passing out trauma we're giving it back so now i'm going to prove to the universe that this is what i want so i'm fitting in time to record, I'm fitting in time to edit, I'm fitting in time to do my research on how to edit this way, how to get better at this, how to do this, how to do that. Can I do better? Yes. Can I make more time to be better? Yes. This is not the point. It's a point that I'm doing and it's a point that you're gonna start doing. We're gonna start showing up, remember? We don't have to be perfect, we just have to show up. Okay, all right. So, I'm proving to the universe every day that this is what I want. And you're gonna have to start small because you're just not used to it. So don't be too frustrated with yourself. It's easy to get frustrated. Don't be too frustrated with yourself. But every day prove to the universe that you want what you say that you want. You can't just say you want something and just like not do anything. You have to show up every day like this is what you want. It's almost like, if a dude says he wants you, right? And he's not texting you back. He's no longer communicating with you. He's proving to you that he does not want you. No matter how much he says he wants you, he's his actions are saying otherwise. So that's exactly what it's like when you're saying that you want something to change in your life. Your actions have to show that you want that. So that's one thing. I wanted to start trusting myself, right? So what I did was, if I felt something, I did it. And I might not be right, but I am showing my body that I'm listening. And 
I had to start there. I had to start there. Like, like I said, like it might not be right. It might have, it might not have been the best thing to do, but it is something that I had to do to tell my body that I'm listening and I trust it. So I have to practice that. And one way that I practice that, I'm gonna tell you guys a quick story and then we can get out of here, right? So I have a thing where I get really triggered when people make me feel left out. Like I get really, really, really triggered. And I don't wanna cry. I just get really triggered. Um, It reminds me of when people used to make me feel unwanted in school and I did not have the language to express it to like my mom or my dad or anything like that. So I would just like, I remember my face. Like I remember like my face, the way I would feel and stuff like that. And uh, I remember my face. I, I just remember how like, I always felt like, okay, well, I could just like try again, you know, like I could try again or hopefully become someone that they would accept. And unfortunately, it was impossible for me to become someone that they accepted because I'm a nigga. (laughs) You know, because I'm a nigga. I am B-L-A-C-K. So I was never going to be someone that they accepted. And now, you know, hindsight being 2020, you know, I'm happy that I wasn't someone they accepted because they look a fucking mess now. <laughs> they look a mess. So um, I remember feeling so unwanted and never imagining anybody ever wanting me. Like, even as a friend, as just like, I never imagined anyone like considering me or like, you know, just caring, you know? They gotta have a big family, so I got a lot of my love now. I I got a lot of my love from them, so, you know, thank, thank the Lord. I wanted to be wanted by friends and other people at school and it just didn't work out that way. So now, you know, I, a lot of you I'm sure can relate to this, but there are a lot of grown ass mean girls and mean boys. Okay, mean boys. (laughs) But I, I don't want it to be gender specific because There are a lot of mean people out there. And when I say mean, um, very clicky, very, you can't sit with us. But the type of energy that I have gotten as of recent that I really don't appreciate and it makes me want to beat the living shit out of them because in a way I feel like I'm protecting the little girl who used to be ostracized. Um, I want to beat the fuck out of these motherfuckers because this is what they'll do. 
I actually had a friend. She she ain't my friend no more, okay? This bitch is not my friend. And I'm not saying this bitch, like calling her a bitch. I'm just saying bitch and like, you know, ha. Guys. I mean bitch like the woman. Wow. Oh my God. Anyways. She ain't my friend anymore. <laughs> because the way she would invite me places and then when I would get there, she would make me feel left out. And that feeling made me want to fucking beat her ass. But I had noticed that the reason why people do that is because everywhere else in their life, they are losers. And I'm not trying to say this in a rude way. Calling someone a loser is rude though. <laughs> Calling someone a loser is rude, okay? But I'm not trying to say in a rude way. I'm trying to say it in just like what the fuck it is. Like everywhere else they feel like a loser. So what they do is they get all those feelings and try to pass it along to somebody else. Remember? Remember guys? Trauma. Ha ha ha. She tried to give that to me. Because it's like if you don't want somebody around, I get not wanting somebody around, but you inviting somebody in and you purposely wanting them to feel left out. Yeah. So I had to sit there and think like, why is she always trying to make me the butt of the jokes? Why is she always trying to make me feel left out? Why is she always trying to bring... Why is she always trying to bring up inside jokes that she has with everybody else knowing that I don't understand what she's talking about and won't explain it to me? Like, what what's the point of me being here? Why is she doing this? And it angered me so much, guys. Like, I went to therapy this, this past session. So it was about a week and a half ago. And I told my therapist how much she fucking irritates me. Like, I fucking hate seeing her on social media. I fucking hate, I, I just, I cannot stand her fucking existence, right? And I told my therapist that. And I, I wanted to fix that because I don't want someone to have so much control over me. But like, when I see her tweets, when I see anything of her on social media, I get so fucking angry. Like I get so mad, but I don't have like, it's hard for me to communicate that with her. It's hard for me to tell her like, this is why. Cause I, I do want to block her. Don't get me wrong. I do want to block her, but like, it's hard for me to get to that point because I do want to tell her why I don't want you in my fucking face. I don't want her to have to explain because I feel like I don't have 100% control over these feelings that I have of beating her fucking ass for this. Because like, I have grown so much to want to protect that little girl, right? So like, sometimes my, my, my feelings and my emotions get so wrapped up in it that I just... I, I'll beat your motherfucking ass. <laughs> I'll beat your ass. You know what I mean? So it's hard for me. I'm having this like 
this thing where it's like, okay, just block her. But like, I do want to say like why I'm blocking you, like why you cannot be in, in, in my vicinity, why I don't want to fuck with you no more. I want to say that because like, I'm tired of doing the one day you wake up and you're blocked. I want to be able to really stand up for myself and tell somebody, listen, you have me fucked up here. This is the time. This is the day. This is where we were at. And this is why I'm not fucking with you anymore. Blocked. I don't have the balls for that. I really don't. And I also don't have the emotional intelligence to not want to beat the living shit out of you. And I'm not even a violent person, but when it comes to this, it's triggering. It's really, really, really triggering. So back to, damn, how did I get here? (laughs) Oh my God. So, um, every time she would invite me somewhere, my body would tell me not to go because it was going to be put into a position where I'm highly tested and I also may get out of character and feelings that I'm not 100% healed from are going to come up. So I would keep showing up every time she would invite me, every time, whatever. It wasn't often, but it would happen. My body would tell me, nah, 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 but I would show up. And every time I would show up, I would walk away and be like, fuck, I should have listened. I should have listened to myself. I should have listened to myself every single time. Like it it has not failed in years. So I had to tell myself like about, it was about a month or two ago. I had to tell myself. This time is done. You have to be done now. Because now you're putting yourself in this position. And now now it's your fault why this shit is happening. Because clearly this person isn't going to change. Clearly this person is going to be who this person is. And this person wants to treat you this way for whatever reason. But you have to make, you have to stand up for yourself for real. And you have to also listen to your body and listen to yourself. And the thing is this, is that like, you also can't keep being presented with something and be surprised every time it happens either. (laughs) You know what I mean? It didn't take a rocket scientist to tell me that this shit was going to happen for the 15th time, 20th time. Like you, you get what I'm saying? But like. I just wanted it to change. I didn't want it to be true. I didn't want to listen to myself. I also got to the point where I had no other choice because I feel like I'm at the point where I I deserve to be comfortable, especially when I'm going to places freely, right? Like this is not like a meeting that I have to show up to because it's attached to my job that that gets my nails and hair done. (laughs) This is not, this is something that I'm willingly showing up to. So I had to take accountability. And, um, and every time I listen to spirit and I, and I do what spirit tells me to, nah, don't go to that. And I'll sit down. It's 
Sit that one out. Nah, da da da. No. Every time I keep, I keep building trust and every time I listen to it, it never steers me in the wrong direction. It's when I listen to you motherfuckers is when I go wrong. Not you specifically, but you know what I'm talking about. But we're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for watching me. If you are on YouTube, I appreciate you guys so much. I hope you guys have. Oh, before I say that, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok at Asia, my queen. I'm going to start going live on Twitch. I'm thinking about doing like a Zumba spoof, right? Like every like Monday morning, I'm going to like be a knockoff Zumba instructor. And, um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna, yeah, every Monday I'm going to be dancing on Twitch. But anyways, yeah. Thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. Again, don't forget to follow me, Asia, my queen everywhere. Subscribe to my channel, Asia, my queen. Again, thank you so much. Have a great night. Have a great day whenever you're watching me or listening. Um, yeah. Bye-bye.